Before we start today's show, I want to invite you to join my community of SaaS founders, agency owners, and others who are sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and tactics for creating successful cold outreach campaigns. It's a free group on Facebook called Cold Outreach Mastery, and you can get there by heading over to morgandwilliams.com slash community. And if Facebook isn't your thing, but you still want valuable cold outreach advice, head on over to morgandwilliams.com slash newsletter and put in your best email to get first in line for valuable resources that I share on how you can fill your calendar with sales meetings and your pipeline with opportunities. Now, let's start today's show. In this episode, we'll hear from an agency owner who has built his business using a variety of channels, including cold calling and cold email. You'll hear about what it takes to outsource cold outreach using a call center, as well as some nuances of cold calling that can make or break your success on the phone. Looking forward to hearing this one. I'll see you on the other side. What if you knew exactly how to use cold email, LinkedIn, the phone, and other sales channels to get new meetings and customers for your B2B product or service? Morgan Williams is an enterprise sales rep that's obsessed with cold outreach. If you are sick and tired of fluff, theory, and general advice on how to sell to cold prospects from people who haven't sold anything in the past 20 years and instead want detailed, tactical, step-by-step instruction, this is the podcast for you. Each week, he'll interview salespeople, consultants, and entrepreneurs about actual outbound sales campaigns they've run with real numbers and results. Each conversation will be a deep dive into deconstructing a specific campaign's results, as well as the strategy behind it. You'll get the opportunity to peek behind the curtain and see what's actually working now in cold outreach. Welcome Welcome to to Outbound Outbound Metrics. Chris Martinez is the CEO and founder of DudeAgency.io. Dude provides unlimited web design and development for digital marketers, funnel consultants, and digital agencies. Chris, it's a pleasure to have you on. Are you ready to dive in? I'm ready to rock. Let's do it. Awesome. How does Dude get results for its clients? I love that question. So our value proposition or elevator pitch is that We help digital agencies by giving them the people, processes, and education so that they can take on more projects and scale profitably. And just to kind of summarize where our clients are at, so we work exclusively with digital agencies like you had just mentioned. Uh, They have no problem getting new clients. Um, They're great at getting new clients. They're great at sales. And where they struggle is on the operations side and ensuring that their projects get done and get done on time and on budget. And that's really where we come in is we provide them, you know, the team, um, we provide them the operations, the SOPs, and then also we educate them on how to better and more efficiently run their own agency so that they can scale and make money. And of course, you know, generate the kind of income that they want and build that dream agency that they're looking to build. That's essentially what we do is we, you know, we come in and we provide them that area of their business, mainly on the operations and talent side specifically designers and developers, and um, enable them to grow. Awesome. What would you say makes you unique? Well, we, we developed a kind of like three philosophies that every team member that we have, you know, embodies these philosophies. And when we look to assist our clients, everything kind of hinges on these three things. So we call it bridge, connect, and deliver. So when you outsource, because we're kind of in the outsourcing space, even though I hate using that term, 
it's usually with somebody who's on another time zone. You don't ever really talk in real time. Very rarely can you like pick up the phone and call them if there's an issue. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we call the gap. And so the first thing that we got to do, because our team members are located here in North America, and we only work with North American digital agencies, is we bridge that gap. So very open lines of communication. We have processes that we put in place so that, you know, we're learning from that agency and we're communicating in real time. In the agency world, you know, your biggest expense is typically labor. So any miscommunications are going to lead to inefficiencies and that increases your costs and lowers your profitability. So that's the first thing is bridge. we got to bridge that gap. Second part is connect. So connect is essentially learning how each agency operates and becoming an extension of them. So the deliverables with agencies are typically the same, but how they get there is very, very different. And so we want to learn how each agency operates, become embedded in their processes, um, develop trust, and let them know that we always have their back no matter what. And that's how we develop a real connection with our clients. And then the third part is deliver. This is the part that every outsource partner misses for some reason. And deliver <laughs> simply means is you got to just hit the freaking deadlines. You know, like right. if you say that something's going to be ready on a certain date, you have to have it ready. Right. And so we obsess over deadlines. We have a lot of internal processes to ensure that we hit deadlines and that we're getting stuff done quickly. And that ultimately helps out our clients and they never look foolish in front of a client. And they're also able to deliver to their clients and they can grow and scale. Those three things are the main thing, you know, nobody else on planet earth has that. And, uh, you know, we've trademarked that term too. So <laughs> can't use it. Bridge, connect <laughs> del and deliver. Bridge, connect and deliver. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Product size pricing or custom with your clients? Um, both. So okay. we have a couple different projects or um, products, I should say. The most popular one is our subscription model where they get unlimited you know, access to their own team and they submit as much as they want. Um, we have a couple of different price points for that. The most popular one is $24.97. And then if they want somebody just like one developer or like a full stack developer or a really, really good designer, we'll help them identify that person. We'll evaluate them. And then once we feel they're ready, we'll pass that person along to the agency. They'll interview that person. And then if they want to hire them, then they'll hire them through us. And typically, you know, our rates are anywhere from 30 to 70% cheaper than hiring somebody in the States. That person is dedicated to their agency. So we call it a dedicated employee program. So that's custom based on the skill sets that are required. And then we have another product that we just rolled out middle of last year that we kind of been going under the radar with that one, but that one's called dude to go. And essentially that's if you just have a one-off project and you need like, you know, Elementor website built, you send it over to us. We'll quote it out within an hour, give you the rate. If you like it, awesome. We get started. And uh, that includes one round of revisions. So that's custom. It's based on, you know, what needs to be done. Awesome. And yeah. I know you deal with digital agencies. Any other specific elements in there <laughs> that would make an ideal customer for you? You know, so we have a pretty solid profile of an agency that we work best with. And typically, you know, they've been in business for a couple of years. They're in that $1 million to $5 million revenue range. So they've gotten through a lot of that hard part. And, you know, they can sell. Like if you put them in a room with 100 people, they're going to close 99 of them. But again, it comes down to the operations and that's where they really struggle. So they're all doing websites, right? There's some component of what they sell that requires a website, whether that mainly it's WordPress websites, but we also do Webflow. We also do Shopify, uh, BigCommerce, you know, WooCommerce. But mainly it's a WordPress website. And that's kind of like the starting point. 
there's usually an ad campaign or some sort of marketing component that kicks off right after the website's launched. So there's updates and changes that need to be made, landing pages, design work for ads, banners, retargeting banners, all that stuff. So we do all that stuff for them. Pretty much anything that they would send over to a front-end designer and developer, um, they do through us now. And so that's kind of like the main component. And then the other thing is kind of like from a personality standpoint, our agencies are just super cool, like <laughs> like really nice people, which is one of the reasons why I love working with agencies because they're typically not, uh, and I don't know if I can curse on the show, but they're typically not assholes. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so we have a no asshole policy. So that's something else that our clients have in common is they're all super, super cool. Awesome, man. Good to hear a lot of great background and a good context for what your agency can do and how you guys operate. Thanks, dude. Flipping over to lead generation and how Mm -hmm. you guys are using outreach to get clients. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, I guess, a high level of your process we can dig in? Yeah. I mean, so I grew the business just to give you some background. You know, I started an agency back in 2012 and I mean, we just grew it. I was doing, you know, BNI groups and networking and mm-hmm. just hustling to try and get clients to build up the agency. And so that's really where we got our feet wet or where I got my feet wet. And then in 2017, when I launched Dude and we decided, you know what, we found these amazing people down in Mexico. Let's help other agencies in the US and Canada to get access to this talent pool that nobody even thinks exists. Mm-hmm. Um, what we did is we just ran Facebook ads. So we literally got our first clients just by running Facebook ads and kind of doing a proof of concept because we have really, really good operational systems. That's something that we've always done exceptionally well that I didn't really realize until we started working with other agencies, how a lot of the things that we just took for granted, other agencies just, they just didn't have a clue. So we started running the ads, we started getting our first clients, and that's how we really proved the dude was going to work. So that was basically all of, or I'd say half of 2017, because I launched Dude in like May of 2017. Then in 2018, we decided to take a risk and we got a booth at the Traffic and Conversion Conference in San Diego, 2018. It was February. By this time, my team is very small. We had like five people. I mean, we were doing, I think it was like 10, between 10 and 000, 10 and $12,000 just in Dude per month in monthly recurring revenue. And so, you know, we basically spent an entire month's worth of revenue to go to this conference in San Diego. It worked amazingly well. And we ended up generating hundreds of thousands of dollars in business from that one conference and that little eight by 10 booth that we got. So that was great. I mean, that was really like the spark that kicked us off to the next level. And, you know, we ended up going from five to 29 employees in about nine months following that conference. After that, we've always used referrals, you know, like most clients, um, you know, we still get a lot of referral business, which has been great. We've got some affiliates. We've never really cracked the code on cold traffic from like Facebook ads. So last year I spent thousands and thousands of dollars uh, last year running Facebook ads, um, never really got anywhere. The thing that has worked though is our retargeting ads. So just from a nurturing standpoint, those go really well for us. Um, somebody comes to our website, they learn about our stuff. You know, maybe they don't sign up for a demo or something like that. They leave and now they start to see our case studies everywhere. And that starts to you know, show them that, hey, this crazy company dude actually knows what they're doing. So, um, but the other thing that's been really, really helpful for us this year that we kicked off was cold calling. So most people don't know that there are a ton of 
call centers down here in Mexico. And right now I live on the border right here in Tijuana, which is stone's throw away from San Diego. And so what happens is that a lot of people grow up in the States. Maybe they were brought over when they were a kid, you know, illegally, um, or, you know, you know, they, they were born in the States. A family member is, is over in the U S illegally people get deported. And so these people will grow up in the U S and culturally, you know, they're just as American as me or you, but they just, you know, somebody wasn't born in the right place. And so when they get sent back to Mexico, they end up working in some of these call centers down here um, along the border. I mean, there's thousands of people who work in call centers down here. And so we started using some cold callers for our agency. And uh, I mean, they've been doing amazing. It's been a slow season right now. So like ever since the election, uh, cold outreach in general uh, via cold calling has been a little bit slow, but they're doing 15 to 20 appointments a week, which is insane. And so, you know, we were getting a lot, a lot of leads from our cold callers that we have down here in Mexico. And the best part is that they sound, you know, just as American, um, obviously the rates are a little bit cheaper down here. Um, So our return on investment is massive. Gotcha. So as far as outreach is concerned, Mm -hmm. it's been primarily through cold calling. Well, we still get a ton of referrals. So actually we have a, a process that we use where we do a combination of Cold calls, uh, or cold emails, I should say, and cold calling. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And then I also have been on quite a few podcasts. So whenever I'm on a big podcast, people will go to the site and they're like, oh my God, this sounds amazing. And then they sign up. Cool, so. cool. I want to focus on that cold email and cold calling piece. Uh, sure. Because I know a lot of people like who listen to this like to go into what exactly that looks like. So Absolutely, man. For that process, what does that look like at a high level? I mean, how high level do you want me to go? I mean, <laughs> at a super high level, if you send them a cold, you get a list, you email them, and then anybody who doesn't respond, you follow up with a cold call saying, hey, did you get that email from you know Jenny? Wanted to see if you'd like to schedule a call with us, see if we can help you. So that's like the super high level version. Before I get into the details, because I'll give you more details than that though, I do think it's very important that your audience know their numbers like, and know your ideal client. Because it's not hard to get clients in this business. It's not that easy, though, to get the right type of clients. And we've been fortunate. Uh, my team has really identified who are our best clients, um, how much revenue and profit are we making per client. And then operationally, we're amazing. And so we can really control our costs um, so that you know that money is actually transferring down to the bottom line. So, you know, that's the first step is just really knowing your client and knowing your numbers and what you can deliver and making sure that you can hit those targets. So when it comes to the actual campaigns, if anybody who's targeting digital agencies knows that it's really, really difficult to target digital agencies um, and legit digital agencies, because there's a ton of people out there, you know, that are, you know, less than six figures, or they're just kind of like startup agencies Um, like I said, our ideal clients are that million to $5 million range. Um, and it's not like you can just, you know, buy a list of agencies that are a million to 5 million. That is a good list. You know, there's a lot of people selling crappy lists out there and trust me, I bought them. So we've found a way to identify, um, those agencies and then we'll send them a cold email using a tool like Woodpecker. Um, our big pitch is, you know, we're essentially that hidden gem, of design and development that you didn't know existed because we're located here in Mexico. 
that cold email alone generates a good amount of leads. Um, and then anybody who doesn't answer, which is, you know, 98% of people will get hit up on the, uh, with a cold call. So we put them into, uh, we use phone burner for the dialer and then we dial them up and we hit them up and we say, Hey, you got the call from, like I said, like you, you just, you know, Jenny sent you an email. I don't know if you saw it. I know you're super busy. Um, but we, we found you on XYZ website. We thought you looked great. We wanted to see if we could help you scale. Gotcha. Gotcha. So pretty simple process. I like the angle you have there with hidden gem of design and development, because mm-hmm. that's definitely something that makes you different is, is where your labor force is. And it's, yeah. it's interesting. It's different. So I like that. You said identifying agencies between 1 million and 5 million. You found a way to do that. How do you do that? I'm not going to give away that secret. <laughs> oh, come um, on. I mean, this is some of our secret sauce, so I'm not going to give everything away. But I would say, you know, just get out there and find where your audience are and then use technology to pull those numbers or to pull that information. We have multiple steps that we use to gather that data, but there are many, many ways if you can be resourceful to be able to get that information. And if you work in technology, it shouldn't be really hard. Sure, sure. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of tools out there. I know LinkedIn has a function for that on the account level. Uh, probably yeah, not I mean, a ton of digital one. agencies on that, but well, um, it's out what there. We have, what we have done, and this is actually a lot easier if, you, if you're an agency and you're not targeting agencies. It's really hard to find agencies. Any industry where there's like a sub niche within the SIC code, it's really hard to find a list of those folks. But if you're just targeting like plumbers, or auto repair or something like that. Those lists are very easy to find. Um, so I would recommend going to LinkedIn using Sales Navigator and using the tool Wiza. I don't know if you guys have heard of Wiza before. Have you W-I-Z-A? heard of Wiza? Yeah, Wiza.co. Yeah, that's a yeah. fantastic tool. So it basically it's an app that sits on top of your LinkedIn Sales Navigator. You run a list inside of Sales Navigator. So let's just say, for example, this is one that I just ran actually for a client is so you run a list we were looking for med spas so we did a keyword search for some of the med spa terms and then anybody who's an owner of a business that has that term in their profile so we ran that list used wiza to pull out the data and then i have a list guy that i sent it over to and he got all the phone numbers for those folks so you know it's like a three-step process i think it pulled about a thousand leads Mm -hmm. Um, and now you know those are going over to our cold caller because we're beta testing, basically doing cold calling for agencies specifically. Um, and, you know, they're cranking. So that's great. Awesome. What does your volume look like daily? Call volume? Yeah, call and, call and email volume. Oh, man. Well, email volume is a little lower because we have multiple email accounts going out. And we set that daily limit at like 30 or maybe 40 a day. So you don't get blacklisted. But call volume, I mean, they, our callers dial like crazy. So for one, they dial for nine hours a day. And, you know, they're calling anywhere from, I would say, 300 to 650, 700 people a day. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, they're just constantly through phone burner, just banging away on those phones. Yeah. Phone burners, incredible for the high velocity calling. Yeah. It's great. Sure. How many callers do you have? Right now we have two. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we've had anywhere from two to three callers dialing. The challenge is having enough phone numbers, right? Because they'll go through phone numbers like you pop in 2,000 leads. 
and they'll go through that 2000 list in like three or four days. So then you have to worry about the recycle time with the numbers and you don't want to be calling people too often. Otherwise they're going to get frustrated and pissed off. And Sure. I mean, you're deploying emails and phone calls against this list mm-hmm. and you know, you're able to get your agency in front of them. How many emails are going out in Woodpecker? Right now, I think we're averaging about 200 a day, somewhere around that range. There's a lag time. So basically we'll send out the 200 emails for like a week. So we have a solid thousand people to call. And then everybody, every 200 that gets completed after that day, we just throw back, throw into phone burner. So it'll be like, you know, we have a thousand. Now we have a thousand, 1,200. And then we'll have 1,400, something like that. So that gives the callers enough time to call through those leads. And then we're adding new ones as we go. So they're not burning through all of them too fast. Sure. Do you have a sequence that's being sent to people of emails or is it just email call? Email call. Gotcha. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Are you ever recycling those leads? We'll pause some for a little while. Like we just pause some for a little while and then we're hitting them back up again. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And for the phone call sounds pretty straightforward. You mentioned, hey, sending an email, found you on, you know, XYZ. Yep. Um, here's what we can help you with. Yep, okay. pretty much, yeah. What are you tracking every day to look at? Or like what are you uh, looking obviously, at? obviously appointments. Are you talking like globally across the whole marketing department or just with the cold callers? Just with that outbound with the callers and the emails. So emails, obviously we're looking at response rates, um, open rates. That email that we use works pretty well. So we kind of know how that's going to perform, but we just want to make sure that everything's on track. And then we're looking at on the callers, you know, number of calls that were made, um, connected calls. So actually people that they were able to speak to, and we're looking at call volume length and, um, you know, appointments. Gotcha. Okay, cool. When you look to optimize your cadences, what are you looking to do? What do you mean cadences? When you're looking to like uh, make those KPI numbers better for your calls, mm-hmm. for your emails, is there any place you're starting specifically with that? If I notice that a caller, for example, is not doing well, the first thing that I'll do is listen to the calls. So what we found is that that first literally two seconds of the call is unbelievably important. If there's any sort of delay, or sometimes we've gotten feedback coming through on the mics that they're using, the USB mics that they're using through the computer. If there is any noise reverberation at all, that'll automatically kill the call. I mean, that literally it'll take somebody who's booking, you know, one out of 20 and they won't be booking one out of a hundred. So that first milliseconds on the call are crucial. And it also applies to what they say. So if they say, hi, uh, this is Chris. Can I speak to Morgan? If they say that, call it um, dead. Yeah. Yeah. Because automatically you know that it's a freaking sales call. But if they're like, hey, can I speak to Morgan? Right. That alone, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. Hey, this is Morgan. Like, oh, hey, Morgan, this is Chris. You know, we, I just, you got an email from Jenny the other day. I don't know if you saw it. Like, no, nah, I don't remember. I'm like, ah, I'm sure you get a million emails a day like me. Right. And now we're having an actual human to human conversation. Yeah. 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 So yeah. And what's great is that our clients are typically really, really nice, like I mentioned, and they don't get a ton of phone calls. Right. And they don't get a ton of phone calls from people who actually speak English. So if you can just open up those communication channels and have a real human conversation, you guys will just end up becoming best friends by the end of the call. You might not book an appointment, but at least that gives you an opportunity for them to go back 
and say, hey, you know, how are things going this month? want to see if you have any projects that are, uh, you know, I can set you up with a call with John. You know, worst case scenario, you just learn something new. Um, and maybe we'll end up working together later on this year if things pick up for you. Cool. And then you take them from there into like a discovery call. Exactly. So we then have our sales guy, our, our business development guy, John, he'll do a qualification call, which is, you know, a 30 minute discovery, really getting a sense for where they are and making sure that they're going to be a good fit. And of course, you know, planting the seeds of, hey, you should work with us. And then if they pass that, then we'll move them on to the essential pitch call. And that's where we'll close the deal. Awesome. So kind of like looking at um, your callers have a list. Can you break down like roughly, you know, out of a list of X, how, how many contacts your callers are able to book and then kind of what the flow looks like through there, through the sales process? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about numbers that are from October because November and December was a little strange. Typically, it's anywhere from 20 to 40 talks generate an appointment. Gotcha. Okay. That's awesome. Will they get 20 to 40 talks a day? Easily. Gotcha. Last week was a little off because, you know, it's a holiday. And so that that changes things a bit. Election time, you know, this year, because (laughs) this election was the weirdest election in history. Everything was off for everybody. So. Gotcha. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it looks like you're just taking a simple approach that works and just doing it over and over and over again. You got that unit case and you're just stamping it out with calls and emails. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the most important things is you don't just have one thing. We obviously have our business development guy, John, who's like hammering all the leads that we've gotten. Um, I've still got podcast interviews that I've done. Uh, We've got traffic coming to the website all the time. And then, of course, there's our referrals and our affiliates. So I don't want to discourage anybody from doing cold outreach because I think it's very, very important. But if you're kicking ass for your clients, you should have absolutely no problem getting a ton of referrals. So if you're not already getting a ton of referrals, the first thing that you need to look at is are you actually delivering value to your clients? Mm. Because your clients are going to be your biggest advocates. I mean, we just started doing this in July. um, So I had two and a half years of building dude and you know we've been doing pretty well without do, really doing any cold outreach aside from the experiments that we've done on our Facebook ads and the original Facebook ads that we did to launch the company. So I would say like if you don't have a consistent you know maybe not the number is consistent but if you're not consistently getting referrals from your existing clients look at if you're actually getting results for your customers because that's the first thing that you got to do. Because if you're not and you start turning on all this traffic and you get new clients and you screw it up, guess what? Your reputation is screwed. Sure. And you'll be known as one of these other scam artists, digital marketing guys. That's way, there's way too many of them out there. They've tarnished the reputations for all the good people that are out there. Awesome. So that's the first thing that you got to look at. For sure. Tell us about your book. Yeah. So I just wrote a book. Um, It's my third book. It's called Never Wear Pants Again. And uh, essentially, I talk about the pandemic, you know, who's not going to make it and uh, what you can do to ensure that your company thrives and specifically how to build a remote team using our best practices so that you actually do build a real remote team and amazing company culture. So I wrote that. I launched that. Well, Soft launched it I think a month or two ago. And uh, we'll be doing a a more formal push now that we're heading into Q1 of 2021. 
Awesome, man. Neverwearpantsagain.com. Check out the book. Check yeah, out we'll dude. actually uh, we'll give you a free PDF copy if you go to neverwearpantsagain.com and just put in your email and I'll give you a PDF. And if you like it, please go to Amazon and leave a review. If you hate it, uh, you can go to morganwilliams.com. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. It's all good. Chris, pleasure having you on. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Take it easy. Chris's cold calling tips may seem small or insignificant, but I can confirm that your prospect's perception of you on the other end of the line is critical. These little tips will help you tremendously when making cold calls. Those first couple seconds can definitely make or break your success on the phone. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thanks for listening.